Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Five o'clock, good afternoon. Preliminary figures show that 287 people lost their lives on the roads during the Easter long weekend compared to last year's 198. That's an increase of about 45%. Transport Minister Dibwa Peters has expressed disappointment over the alarming increase in the Easter toll debt. She has released the preliminary results in Pretoria. KwaZulu-Natal had 19% of the fatalities, followed by Limpopo with 15 and Gauteng with 13%. Peters says reckless and negligent driving, drunken driving and unroadworthy vehicles were the main contributors to the increased number of deaths. State Security Minister David Mashlobo has called on South Africans not to judge the Cape Town teenager who was caught at an airport while allegedly trying to board a plane to the Middle East to join the Islamic State group. Mashlobo says when she was stopped, the girl had not broken any of the country's laws. You can't disclose the evidence because that evidence, you must take it to the next level. Our confirmation is that uh, it is indeed true that the child was being recruited. And remember, this child has not committed crime. She's not a terrorist. She was on the verge of joining a terrorist organization. At this point, let's allow that child and their family privacy. We will assist her in terms of the debriefing, look at her psyche in terms of social services, allow her to be integrated back into her community so that she can focus on schooling. Zimbabwean President Robert Mugabe has admitted that the influx of economic migrants from his country into South Africa has the potential to damage diplomatic ties. This emerged after Mugabe's private talks with President Jacob Zuma at the Union Buildings in Pretoria. Pretoria has been battling to issue working permits for the thousands of economic migrants from Zimbabwe, while many others continue to be in the country illegally. Mugabe has told the media there's a need to find ways of ensuring that the issue of Zimbabwean economic migrants does not damage relations between the two countries. And the cementing of our relations, never to forget that yesterday we stood together against the party, against Ian Smith. Today we continue to stand together. There are problems, naturally, that must be resolved. People moving without passports into South Africa, for example, jumping our border. They think there is lots of work in Johannesburg. We discuss that. We must find ways of controlling movement of people, which is not sanctioned. Hoteliers in Kenya that counts tourism as one of the country's major foreign exchange earners say visitors have cancelled bookings after militant group Al-Shabaab attacked Garissa University, killing 158 people last week. Kenya's tourism industry has been in decline since 2013 when Al-Shabaab stormed an upscale shopping mall in the capital Nairobi, killing 67 people during a bloody four-day siege. Meanwhile, the Somali community in Kenya has complained of measures that authorities in Nairobi have taken following the university attack. The authorities have frozen the bank accounts of 86 individuals and entities that they suspect of financing the militant group. The BBC's Milton Nkosi reports. What they're doing here is to try and freeze the financial systems that the government claims is used by al-Shabaab to finance terror operations here in Kenya. They've also shut down 13 hawalas. These are the informal money transfer system that many Somalis use to send money back home from here in Kenya and from around the world. 
And finally, Sunflower House in Bloemfontein, a hospital for children with terminal illnesses, is to receive assistance of a different kind. Every year in April, dozens of South Africans head to the UK to take part in the London Marathon. The race has become the world's biggest fundraising event. Richard Newton, an SABC specialist correspondent, will run to fund, su- fundraise for Sunflower House. Joan Marston, the executive director of International Children's Palliative Care Network, of which Sunflower House is a founding member, says she is delighted that one of the participants will be running the London Marathon to raise funds for the house. And these children are the most vulnerable of all vulnerable children. Um, And if we don't do something for them, who will? And so this London Marathon, and Richard, we're just so delighted that you're running it for us. It's a real commitment on your side to do this. You're really running for the children of the world and showing that South Africa is actually the heart of the children's palliative care movement. Your top story at 5 o'clock. Preliminary figures show that 287 people lost their lives on the roads during the Easter long weekend, compared to last year's 198, an increase of about 45%. I'm Sureshan Pillay. Headlines in half an hour.